We're good to go. <clears throat> no going back. What? Why are you? What is gonna happen here? You got me freaking out Just now. Click admit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. Hey, can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> good, man. What you been up to today? Yeah, I just got back from the gym. Uh, yeah, I was doing some stuff, getting my notes ready for today. Wait, oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know what's going on? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> you just got fucking Gabriel, bro. <laughs> okay, that's why I, I was so confused at first. Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, how are you guys doing? What's going on? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy this worked. <laughs> Wait, so is it just us? It's just, yeah, it's just gonna be us and Gabriel. Okay, it's yeah, not. It was... Everything else is an elaborate lie, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Okay, <laughs> that's fucking awesome. <laughs> I was like, you were fucking saying shit. You're just like, whatever happens, happens. Don't get mad. I was like, what the hell does that even mean? <laughs> Okay, awesome. Bro, well, I've been yeah, chill dude. as a cucumber about this for like uh, three weeks. I've been planning it. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ten I minutes do... beforehand, I was like, fuck, man. What if Xavier <laughs> doesn't like this? No, I don't Gabriel get... doesn't like this. I don't give a shit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Hell yeah. All right, so are we doing this? Let's, yeah. What's up? I mean, Gabriel, you got to tell the people who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, how's it guys? Uh, heard. Uh, my name is Gray Bureau. Uh, I'm a long-time fan of the, pro the the podcast. Friend of the show. Uh, Hell yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> yeah, uh, first time uh, participating, and yeah, I hope it, we can make a great episode out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm very excited. Yeah, I, we are I'm still talking about Vince McMahon. That's true. I fi okay. I figured all that. <laughs> we got the pictures. I was like, there's no way that was all <laughs> pulled up here. Yeah, no way. In addition to everything, I could also find 15 pictures. <laughs> yeah, I was I was like, okay. But, yeah, wow, okay. So, yeah, Vince McMahon. I mean, where do we start? Because I need at least, a, you know, a little bit of education yeah, on, uh, on the gentleman. Uh, you know, I, I'm a, at least slightly familiar. He's a pretty big <laughs> pretty big yeah, name. Yeah, well, because I was going to say, but, like, what do you know? That's probably a good starting point. Well, um, we watched that WrestleMania that one time. Uh, for your birthday. Well, you and watched you, some of it. You claimed I fell asleep for you like did, a third like, of it. I fell asleep for maybe ten minutes. I feel like I no one else has chimed in. He was in asleep on. during Rock versus Austin, <laughs> Gabriel. He was asleep during Rock versus Austin. That's yeah, not true. This is, this is, this is uh, like this is a uh, wrestling scene. <laughs> this is the <laughs> it's the greatest WrestleMania. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the best one, dude. Oh, the turn at the end, but that's. I guess, but uh, yeah, he's yeah. in that right because he's his. Yeah, he's the big thing at the end. Yes, he's. It's something with his wife. If I, <laughs> what's what is it? Remind me then. <laughs> it's the big betrayal when Stone Cold turns heel. Oh, that's the right. Rock turns baby face. Okay, they join hands, bro. Well, he definitely has had other stuff with his wife, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. There, there, there was the angle before uh, where I think Steve Austin's wife uh, was managing uh, The Rock. It was the I sent like the promo uh, on on Discord. Oh, okay. It's, it's with Limp Biscuit and it's a really cool promo. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but yeah, so I remember the big betrayal. You know, I know he like bought it from his dad and changed it and like kind of okay. made it what it made it what it was. Uh, you know, because I mean, it really wasn't like it was it was something else before, right? Uh, yeah. So it was the Capital Red Wrestling Federation, and then it was the Worldwide Wrestling Federation. Okay. And then it was the World Wrestling Federation, but it was never then... like WWE until it was WWE. Like it was like. No, New York was always a big territory, but everything was very, very regional before. Yeah, Vince but like, but scene. like, so he didn't. Okay, but he, you know, he extended it beyond, you know, the branches. Reached out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, it, like he's the guy who like Hulk Hogan was already like a wrestling star, but he put Hulk Hogan into like the mainstream. Like when you think of wrestling, you think of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and I know yeah. there's been kind of like big chapters almost, right? Like, yeah, sort of of like how it's been defined, but. Yeah, other than that and him being uh, in a lot of trouble right now, I guess not a whole lot. <laughs> it's, probably, it's probably most of it, most of the my know-how on uh, Vince. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's about what I expected you to have. Yeah, that's I, enough, you know, familiar. I didn't know what kind of, like, imagery you were familiar with of him, like, meme-wise. Um, I, it seems that he's very, like, hands-on very part of the show as much as he is the owner and like yeah main is he like the main writer or was he the head of creative okay yeah yeah okay he he makes the big decisions (laughs) right but he doesn't do necessarily a lot of the groundwork okay but yeah about that that's probably where it ends knowledge of him (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean vince's story pretty much starts with you know he's a baby face announcer for the federation starting in like i want to say 69 like Young kid. Okay. You know, just doing commentary work. At some point in the 80s, he ends up buying it from his dad and a couple of the other big investors. Uh, it's a million dollars is what he buys it for. So, small loan, a million dollars to my father. Right. <laughs> 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 uh, and then he took a really, really big swing on WrestleMania and... If WrestleMania didn't work out, he would have lost the company 100%. Yeah. Like, because what was WrestleMania essentially just the, because it was always pay-per-view or was it like? First, he was the guy who put it on pay-per-view. Okay. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. So it's this huge moment. Uh, you know, they get big celebrities. Cindy Lauper does the music video with Lou Albano. Wow. Takes some kicks from Roddy Piper. Uh, Mr. T is in the main event. The main event of the first WrestleMania is, uh. Mr. T and Hulk Hogan versus Rowdy Roddy <laughs> Piper and Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff. Okay. Uh, but WrestleMania is a huge hit. Hulk Hogan is a star like no other. Uh, especially, you know, WrestleMania 2 is huge, big success. WrestleMania 3 is Hulk Hogan slamming Andre. Okay. Yeah. So, oh, I guess that's another big thing to mention is before hulkamania it was andre andre was the undefeated champion right who would a yeah. lot of time go to he'd get rented out by uh 
Vince Senior to the other territories. Okay. And he'd go in there and he'd like beat their top tag team by himself. There really hasn't been a specimen like him since him, huh? No, they've tried with Big Show and he's Kali. really. I mean, just like in general, like in humans in yeah. general, not even wrestlers. He's really just. <laughs> yeah, uh, and that's that's actually that's actually a great topic because I think he had like a combination of acromegaly. That's a, uh, a, a sickness that makes your bones and all your like your body structure like grow right. without control. You, you there's a guy, there's other wrestler that had it that they based Shrek in. I I forgot the name of the guy. He was a French wrestler. Okay. <laughs> uh, really old timer, like 50s, 60s. Right. And I think Andre had a combination of uh, like uh, gigantism and acromegaly that's why he had that look like the giant look right yeah the, the really like thick hands and like the, the bone structure it, it was different yeah was he in movies yeah he's in princess bride yeah <laughs> he's like a huge role in princess bride <laughs> to watch princess bride <laughs> yeah but andre also died pretty young he actually it's sad as fuck he died on the plane ride back from his father's funeral oh man that's poetic yeah that's fucked <laughs> i mean it's like a big dog you know like a big saint bernard that just don't last as long your heart's got to work harder yeah your heart's not ready to handle that much beef of a like a man i guess that sucks but damn yeah. that's he's a wild yeah that's i forgot about him <laughs> yeah how could you forget he's right up there you do have a nice uh portrait of him I over there have a beautiful andre the giant portrait <laughs> in my room uh but yeah so WrestleMania is huge. Um, Hulkamania is huge. That's kind of I remember. Okay, yeah, a really big part of the story. <laughs> uh, you know, especially one of my favorite, uh, I guess, stories is when Hulk Hogan was debuting. Uh, Vince wanted to make him the Irish hero as opposed to Bruno San Martino, who's like the ethnic, like Italian hero. And so he wanted he's gonna Hulk switch Hogan. him. Well, he wanted Hulk Hogan to have red hair. And oh, wow. Hair. That would have been a different – another timeline. That's real. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Vince said, well, you have to be Irish. And Hulk Hogan, I swear to God, this is the official story, just responded, I'll be a blonde Irish then. <laughs> <laughs> Him in, like, kilts with, like, a bagpipe coming out. That's a whole new character. That That's another – yeah, alternate reality. That's for real. Yeah, man. Him and Roddy Piper end up tag teaming instead. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the 80s go pretty smooth. The early 90s go relatively smooth. You have some young up-and-comers. Shawn Michaels. You know Shawn Michaels. Sexy boy. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Triple H. You know Triple yes, H. Yes. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Triple H, by the way, stepping up to head of creative now that Vince isn't in the company. Yeah, I was wondering. So he kind of, I mean, we won't get into it too much until, you know, we need to. But, yeah. like, so he was Papa John, right? Kind of? Sort of, not sort really. Of, sort of Papa John. <laughs> I mean, because, like, his wife and son-in-law are still CEO, co-chairman, okay. and head of creative. Like, he's fine. Yeah, I guess that storytelling really gets messy with who's holding what office, huh? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but go on. Uh, so, yeah, everything's pretty smooth sailing for Vince through the 80s and 90s. WWE is blowing up. Uh, and then 94 is his first, like, major public scandal. And that's during okay. the steroid trial. Ooh. So I have it. We'll ha put it up in post. But there's 
a bunch of courtroom drawings of like Hulk Hogan testifying against Vince McMahon. Really? Yeah, yeah, it's super famous. There's For an the, awesome Vice Dark Side of the Ring on it. Oh, I could do it like here and then put you put in post also. Right there. Yeah. yeah. Wow, okay. <laughs> so yeah, and Vince is in a neck brace the whole time. What'd he get? Oh. I don't remember exactly how he got the injury, but he was like, shoot, had the neck brace at this point. Okay. <laughs> so I guess that gets like complicated because like is so the line does go into wrestling on steroid use being what competitive or just illegal uh steroids are illegal to have at this point completely illegal right you can't just okay. possess anabolic so steroids yeah. yeah and the yeah. issue oh go on ahead gabriel oh sorry uh it, uh it was i think it you still can like you can get on trt like it's 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 basically steroids, but like uh, a lower dose. Like for a few, for like for example, for, uh, based on your diet, you crash your testosterone completely and go to the doctor. He will tr- uh, prescribe you testosterone. Okay. And then it's the same thing. You have normal testosterone, just like you crashed it with your diet. So like the doctor will prescribe, and I think a lot of the guys are using it like today, if they're. If they are not using straight steroids, they are on TRT and other stuff. Okay. <laughs> that <Yeah>. makes sense. <laughs> well, but the big issue was that Vince was supposedly supplying the steroids to these wrestlers, which ah, okay. is complicated for a myriad of reasons. You know, you have well, the fact that, one, you're pushing a dangerous substance on guys to become bigger stars and to become larger than life. Is WWE a public company at this point or no? WWE is not a public company okay. at this point. But still, I want to say they went public in 2001, but I could be wrong. Okay. But, okay, so it was just a matter of, yeah, like, the money's still going to, like, <laughs> some cartel, potentially, wherever these steroids are coming from. Like, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah, and WWE is still, like, the biggest game in town, too. But there was, like, a big faction of people inside the WWE that thought they were going to – Vince was going to go to prison and, yeah. like, lose – ownership of the wwe so much so that they had like brought jerry jarrett jeff jarrett's father in to like take over the wwf if that's what needed to happen do you know what his like potential was it going to be like 15 years or something you know like what it was going to i, I want to say it would have been like five to ten years enough to <laughs> you can't be making the calling the shots from right from fucking jail <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah but everything's still going on and at this point vince is still the baby face like announcer just like a pretty cordial guy right like he would occasionally when he was younger go to like the other territories and work heel just to like go somewhere else and be the new york guy okay but up to this point he's only been a baby face until pretty much 97 and it's really not even until the cert or trial not public knowledge that vince is the owner okay so after that you know he's sort of transitioning out of the announcership uh and then 97 rolls around, specifically Montreal 97. And I think Gabriel can tell us what happens there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, I think it's what I'm thinking. So, yeah, 97 rolls in. Um, they have a champion that's Bret Hart. Yes, sir, the uh, hitman. Yeah, and he's on his way out. Like, he's, he's leaving the company as okay. a champion. And that's, like... They have this agreement that he will beat Shawn Michaels on uh, in Canada, where he's like a 
big babe face uh he's he's canadian from calgary okay uh so that's the agreement they 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 have the finish it like the finish for for the match like started out and then vince uh like the, he gets with the i don't i don't think it was a creative thing at the time uh, i don't re- i don't think it was the same as today but it's the uh he, he goes like with jim Cornette and and the guys like from backstage and they say like we have to double cross him Oh, shit. we have to <laughs> we have to we we can't uh, let him uh, like leave as a champion because it it's it's prejudicial to our product so we have to make some kind of finish to to double cross him damn and then jim jim Cornette, he he admitted it, he admitted this like pretty recently that he was the one that came up with the the, the finish for the match the the double cross uh so then the match happens and uh i, I think at the it was like a, a sharpshooter or yeah i, I don't know yeah yeah I, sean puts brett's it. own submission on him the sharpshooter. yeah he, he puts he puts uh brett on his own move at the final and and he holds him longer than he expected so it's it's a double cross and Brett's like he he wants to <laughs> he, he wants to beat the shit out of uh, <laughs> of Shawn Michaels. He, he he's really mad, and then he goes on media and tells everybody that it was a double cross, and kind of like exposes the business. Like he he breaks kayfabe big time. Yeah, yeah. huge deal. That, he, that's hard to yeah, yeah. That's hard to say like oh I lost I shouldn't have lost without like yeah yeah it outright. was not the agreement. Yeah yeah. He, he put he put himself over the business in that situation. It's something that is overlooked. Like he 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 completely exposed the business after that, and people don't seem to to remember that as as much as like the actual screw job. What's the order again? But, your your opponent, the business, then yourself. Yeah. So yeah, you protect the business, you protect your uh, your opponent, and then yourself. So the bell business is first. The business is first. Business first. Okay. So he really. Yeah. So he double crossed back. Yeah. <laughs> he double crossed yeah. back. Bret Hart is a hundred percent the baby face of this story until he does that that. yeah and jim Cornette's the angry guy with the podcast right yes okay yeah he he deserves a whole episode on himself (laughs) he's crazy yeah me and gabriel both uh cult of cornet members i'm a cultist i hear i hear that a lot around here on the tv (laughs) yeah i love jim Cornette, bro no he's uh, he's got an energy about him for sure Yeah, he's he's old school. He's old school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but so Vince pretty much has no choice but to like react to everything that like is out there now. Okay. You know, between the controversy of the steroid trial, which is still like fresh in everyone's minds. Like you know how time is when you're an adult. Yeah. And you're just like, Oh shit, that was two years ago. It seems like it was yesterday. Yeah, it's bizarre. And it's <laughs> like, Oh, last time I heard about Vince McMahon in the news was because he's in the steroid trial. So he has to address it. Vince McMahon also ends up exposing the business. Okay. Which <laughs> is the only thing that really gets Brett off the hook at this point. Is that someone else bigger did it? Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because Brett doing it would have been really just like unacceptable. I mean, it was unacceptable to do that and be like, yeah, I'm not the top champion of this company because it's fake. Yeah, that is. Yeah. And it's not like he wasn't going to be a pro wrestler anymore, too. It wasn't like he was getting out of the business. He was just going to a different wrestling company. Oh, I thought he was retiring. No, he was going oh, wow. to. Oh, wow. Okay. That, yeah. No, so that was the big thing was 
Cornette claims this, and a lot of other people claim it too, that uh, – well, I'll back up. Some people claim that the reason they had to do the screw job was because they were afraid Brett was going to show up on Nitro, the other company's show, WCW. They thought he was going to show up with the title the next day and throw it in the trash because they had like recently done that with one of WWE's women's champions. Yeah. And so they had to screw him. But everyone like in the know understood that Brett couldn't appear on their TV for 30 days because of his contract. Okay. What they were worried about was Eric Bischoff, the president of WCW, coming out before the episode and saying, we just signed the WWF champion. He's going to be here in a month. I was going to say about the contract. So I guess when if it's they, another controversial part of this whole story. Yeah. Cause if they double cross him, is that just like, are you allowed to just do an, like a Shyamalan twist on him? Or is there some shit that they signed where it was like, you're winning. And then they broke that. You know what I mean? Cause that just because of the way that works, well, I don't know how and now set all, everything is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, this is a private company at this point. So like every contract secret, is different. Yeah. It's kind of impossible to say without looking at him. But the big thing was that Brett had actually like infamous, infamously signed a 20-year deal with WWE. And they were breaking it? They and out. they agreed to break it, yeah. Because, I, hey, if they let him break a contract, I think, yeah, you might get a little twisted on yeah, it. Yeah, because <laughs> WWE business is down at this point. WCW is on the way up. The New World Order is forming. Uh, Hogan is turning heel in and, and WCW at this point. It's just like the new world order is a yeah. forming is a scary sentence. Yeah, you don't have the context. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so and there's a thing like at this point, like WCW was a big, big like menace to WWF, like more than AEW, like we ever be in my opinion. Like yeah. AEW, it's like a bunch of I don't want to talk shit about these too much, but <laughs> they, they are not like as menacing as WCW was. And they have all the resources, but they just they just can't help themselves. Like <laughs> but so like and it would like Vince was legit threatened by WCW at that time because that that's why like the whole like screw job happened a lot of stuff happened because of like WCW could could have like ran uh WWF out of business. Okay. Yeah. And at this point, Vince is realizing he can't fulfill this contract to Brett. So he tells Brett, hey, I know WCW offered you triple what I offered you, but I said you'll be the champion if you stay and you'll get this long contract. And then when you're retired, you'll like help me call the shots. I can't honor that anymore. You should say that you have an escape clause in your contract and go negotiate with WCW and get that triple contract. Okay. So that's what they did. And they agreed to it, and then the screw job happened on his way out. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's one that's a iffy one. <laughs> but anyways, so yeah. Vince, you know, kind of has to take this head on. And at first, he wants to be like the same old Vince McMahon, babyface Vince McMahon, make Brett the bad guy. But pretty soon, it turns out that Brett screwed Brett wasn't like the babyface rallying cry he thought it was going to be, and that's the start of the Mr. McMahon character. Okay. When he starts becoming this larger-than-life villain with the walk. Yes. And the, you're fired. With the face, yeah. yeah. So was that inspired by Trump, that you're fired? Or I guess was The Apprentice wasn't a thing yet, huh? So I guess Trump stole that. Yeah. From him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what year is that now? So, so this is that's November of 97, I think, would have been uh, Survivor Series. Okay. And the Montreal Screwjob. So rolling into 98... 
Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin wins King of the Ring. Austin 316 happens. That's when it starts happening for Vince McMahon. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his feud with Austin is gigantic. It carries them through, like, the early 2000s. The Rock comes out and becomes a star. Triple H is really coming into his own. You still get Shawn Michaels back towards the end of it. Um, Tons of guys. I mean, it's the Attitude Era when they were drawing in – Eight times what they were drawing in now in a bad week. Yeah, coming in on uh, turn of the millennium, you know, getting. Exp- Do they do anything exciting for that? Uh, well, Chris Jericho, his whole thing was being Y two J. Okay. <laughs> so they had like a big countdown clock, and in the middle of the Rock cutting a promo, the clock hit zero, and he came out and did a Jesus pose in a sweet ass light up jacket. It's wow. fucking awesome. So was that its peak? Ninety eight. Like in terms of that's what a lot of people would say. Okay. Pro wrestling in general, because right. that's the Monday Night Wars. That makes sense. That's not, that seems like the era where it would have been thriving, like the most. Absolutely, man. Yeah, Fucking. the attitude fit it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just they had really morphed to the culture, and they did it too with the '80s. The '80s was this big, colorful, larger than life, and that's why you had like superhero Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart in the big pink sunglasses and yeah, yeah. tights. Even though he Macho was. Man. Macho Man. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Jesse Ventura, but I think he was not a wrestler at this point anymore. Right. He got hurt pretty young. Yeah. No, he got like blood clots oh, and he couldn't wrestle anymore because of the blood thinner. He ain't got time to bleed. Yeah, he's <laughs> a great guy. He's a great guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then you got the early 2000s and this is really when Vince becomes like mr mcmahon outside of wwe okay like he's always been mr mcmahon in well he hasn't always been we just kind of cover that but he's been mr mcmahon on tv for a while yeah but this is when he starts becoming like this loud obnoxious fuck you i'm the best it's like, yeah um, he becomes a motherfucker okay in like <laughs> kind of the best possible way because that's when he's starting the xfl and i, I was gonna have it Pulled up as a picture, but now I'm gonna have to read it off my phone. I can pull it up. Oh yeah, which one? Uh, it'll just say XFL. I should pull it up. Oh, so there it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I guess you go ahead and read it, Xavier. Uh, get ready for X-rated football. After the Super Bowl, that showcase for prima donnas and panty waists. What is panty waist? Uh, comes a whole new ball game. A game with more blood and guts, kicks in the nuts and sheer smash-mouth spectacle than the cold corporate National Football League could ever give you. That's the hype, anyway. And whether you call it XFL PR or XFL BS, this new pro league is a bold play by XFL founder Vince McMahon, the hype master with balls as brassy as the wrestling shows that made him a billionaire. Damn. It's powerful. (laughs) Brassy balls. I love it. That's like kicking and screaming. Yeah, I've got balls. <laughs> but yeah, wow. So the XFL was was that trying? That was uh, wasn't there? Wasn't there like a basketball? Was that murder ball that I'm thinking of? Yeah, you're thinking of a whole made up thing. XFL had some really really <laughs> silly things though. Uh, for one, you could put whatever you wanted on the back of your jersey. Can I read it? Is it uh? Does it say he hate <laughs> me? Oh, that's from uh, workaholics. Well, 
That's that's just what I know. He hate, <laughs> yeah. he hate me from is from working that workaholics reference. Yeah. <laughs> so Rod Smart, uh, running back, never really cut it in the NFL. He caught on with a couple teams for a couple weeks. Okay. But got super famous in the XFL. He was one of the better players, and he had the he hate me jersey. Yeah. And it got to the point where like there was guys on the other team who changed their jerseys to say I hate him and I hate him too. You could change them at any given moment. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You just. That's whatever. fun. That's like a video game, like playing online. You get to change yeah. your little username. Right, because <laughs> it was the big, like, <laughs> the big 2000s, like, uncensored kick. Right. Like, oh, these NFL players are getting fined for putting Ocho Cinco on the back of their jersey. It's, right. You know. Jackass yeah. was on the up and up. There's a lot, lot going on that, exactly. fit, that fit this, that fit the XFL. That, that the whole culture. That's what I, what I wanted to talk about, Vince like, man. Yeah. Is one the news with him lately, but also just the way he embodied the culture. Yeah, he knew what people wanted, <laughs> and and not in like a you know a gimmicky way. He yeah, really, he he, knew, <laughs> he is like what I see <laughs> the media as. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're in early two thousand now. Yeah, early two thousands. XFL happens. Oh, I didn't talk about other yeah. silly things in the XFL. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, I still. I'll keep I guess that. some of them were kind of cool. Like they had set. Uh, pay for everyone, like, per position, so that, like, free agency wouldn't be a thing and guys would play with the same teams longer and stuff like that. Okay. But the funniest thing Fair. about it was that instead of a kickoff, how do you think they decided who got the ball first? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> a lot of things come to mind that probably isn't re- what it was. Uh, <laughs> Gabriel, do you know? <laughs> no, I have not. I don't have a lot of knowledge on XFL. Uh, no, I have no idea how they would have a foot race between the captains. The captains, like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the captains <laughs> of the team would run a fifty-yard dash against each other. Yeah, Tom Brady would not make it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He'd never become the leader he needed to be in the XFL. Wow, that's. I mean, that's a new way to do it. Might as well mix it up if you're gonna mix up the. Rest. So, do people like die? People get no, like really hurt. So the XFL only made it like one season. I figured it didn't make it long. Uh, it the best stuff never does. Right. The interest wasn't there. And they didn't have like the structure for it. Like they didn't go out and get good commentators. They put wrestling commentators like Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler and just had them do football, and it didn't work. Might be hard to find uh, like sponsors too if that was your pitch. The thing I just read there. Yeah. If you said they said balls like four times in that. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> like. Wait till you see like one of his insane statements later. Okay. I cannot like express to you a bomb that I'm waiting to drop. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the, the, there's actually something I wanted. I think it it's pre XFL. Uh, Vince McMahon could actually have balked uh, UFC on the early days. Oh, yeah. Uh, wow. It was suggested by his son Shane. Shane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he just ignored it. it, it he he thought it was stupid. And now I think the UFC is. I think it may be worth more or a little bit less than than WWE now. Holy so, shit! That'd be it's nuts. a good thing he didn't box because <laughs> I think he would have ruined it. It's like a I monopoly on fights. <laughs> He's got a yeah. monopoly on fighting. <laughs> Yeah, that really would have been – and that's a huge – that's a really good point, Gabriel. It's like a blockbuster Netflix special, or situation, just like, eh, nah, get out of here. Don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so he just ignored it or he didn't believe in it? It's kind of funny. If he well, it, I think he had interest in it, but it came down to he had enough money to do that or the XFL at oh, the time. Oh, shit. Wow. And he put it in the XFL. But, yeah, I guess – do you think – yeah, because UFC is pretty – 
cut and dry. Not really too performative. I guess it's a little performative when they're calling each other out, huh? Con yeah, Conor they, McGregor they likes steal, to... They steal a lot from, like, wrestling. Okay. Uh, as far as, like, promos. If you see, like, Michael Chandler uh, cut a promo, uh, he's new to the UFC. I think he has three or four fights. But he's a long-time uh, Bellator fighter and a long-time MMA veteran. So, but when when he cuts a promo, he, you can see he flip he flips the switch okay. and he becomes like a wrestling personality. <laughs> I sent a couple of promos of him on Discord too, so and it... yeah, and Conor McGregor too. He he says he hates uh, WWE and stuff, but oh, he's going there. You think so? Yeah, he, he'll be in the WWE. Oh. No, Brock Lesnar buried him. H have you seen? Well, what Brock Brock's not gonna be with the company anymore. Yeah, Brock Lesnar quits. I think Brock oh, Lesnar wow. maybe. I think he may be scared that some of the stuff Vince did uh, may like spill on him <laughs> or something shit. like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he was... it's it's weird the way that he quit. So there's a, a at least a, a somewhat percent, like a point zero zero one percent chance that Conor McGregor will join the WWE and wrestle Logan Paul. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, the Logan Paul DLC just came out for WWE 2K. No, it didn't. Can we please, <laughs> can we please buy the so, game? For the podcast yeah. with the t-shirt money. Yeah, I'm going to say something about Logan Paul. Holy you shit. You can say whatever you, whatever about him as a, as far as a, as a person. But as a wrestler, he, he's good. He's I'm, really good. He's a good wrestler. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to do a good job. I mean, he's a showman. Not, Except uh, they're making him a yeah. good guy. That doesn't That's make where they're going to blow it. That's where they're going to blow it. They for didn't. Yeah, he them. can't be a, a baby face. Mm -mm. What if he comes After out? They... <laughs> what if he comes out with Sorry. the Toy Story alien hat? As a good guy from the yeah, yeah, from yeah. the video, <laughs> I was going to mention this right now. He can't be a babyface after the Japan incident. Yeah, yeah, that's it's hard to. But I guess they damn they did it. Maybe he'll switch. Maybe someone will be like, yeah. "Remember this," and they'll play it mid wrestling match, and he'll have a transformation <laughs> and fight the heel. You don't think yeah. they? Could, you don't think they could do like they did with Brett, where Brett was only a. Uh, face in japan or only a face in canada they can't make logan only a heel in japan i think he may be banned from japan after that one yeah i think he's uh, not gonna do any tours if he's not banned he's probably been politely asked not to come back. <laughs> yeah. please never come back yeah. yeah uh yeah so i just remember something we were talking about japan uh i know you know him dave uh don Murako. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he said, like, something really interesting about double crosses. I, I forgot to mention what you were talking about, but I think it's it, it's kind of important. Double crosses were a thing of the past by the 60s. So it was really, like, unheard of oh, on the 90s. It was, they, it, it was completely, like, unexpected to something like the, the screw job happening. Yeah. Did that, mean, did that set a new precedent? Did it happen like all of a sudden? No, I think. So back in I, the 30s, there was a similar situation. I want to say it was the 30s because the there was damn. there was a death. I have death of the territories uh, on my bookshelf here. Oh, okay, that's yeah. But uh, it was like the 30s or something. I'm probably screwing up the dates. But one of the champions, they you know did a double cross on him, had the shoot guy just like shoot pin him, like cinch up on a pin kick the shit out of him. It wasn't quite as smooth as Vince's double okay. cross. Yeah. It was actually like he had to forcibly beat him in the middle of the ring. Okay. And then that champion went on and, you know, trashed the business and buried the business and exposed yeah. it. And the business did die off for a while. 
And that's a big part of also why WWE succeeded because they had these ethnic heroes like Bruno Sar- and Martino and Tito Santana. And there was these big non-English speaking sections of New York who oh, okay. didn't read the newspapers when the wrestling business was getting savaged and okay. came to the sport and were attracted to the sport. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, and there's a, like... People think like, oh, wrestling fans were stupid. They, they, how they believed like a guy hitting uh, like a three amigos or some like really like really an impossible move. Right. But if you watch like matches from the 60s and the, and the 50s, they are super like realistic because they are like derivative from uh, shoot wrestling. That shoot wrestling was an actual like martial art, like, uh, oh, okay. like fighting. So it was like MMA, but for old timers. Uh, so okay. then they started like figuring out like we can fake this and not kill each other on the ring to <laughs> yeah. make money. So that's I think that's the origin from like for wrestling. That's why people believe it for a long time. Okay. Yeah, and that's the big change too. Is like back in the day, since they kept everything relatively simple, if a babyface was getting beat down and then hit a drop kick out of nowhere, that was a huge comeback. Okay. Now the drop kick is just yeah. the start of a comeback for anyone. Like. You see a yeah. dropkick every fucking match. Yeah. 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 Like every 500 dropkicks on the <laughs> yeah. Xbox match. So some before I forget, the uh, so we're in early 2000s, so something pretty significant happened in the early 2000s, and there was a very significant wrestling match, am I wrong, uh, where they went overseas. Uh, was it not Christmas in Iraq? Where uh, Santa... Yeah, that would have been like mid-early 2000s. Where Santa wrestled Osama or something. uh, (laughs) Took him down. Well, I'll do you one better for one of uh, (laughs) Vince's late 90s, early 2000s opponents. This man is the only person to defeat God in a wrestling match. Okay. (laughs) And I wish we could play the clips. There's no way we can play anything WWE without getting Getting claimed. But literally, Vince calls out God, and then they play like (laughs) clouds on the Titan Tron, and like mist comes up. And they have a spotlight just, like, come to the ring. Yeah, I don't know how, like, Jim Cornette survived it. That's, uh, I think he, he nearly had a heart attack or something like <laughs> Yeah, that. he seems like, yeah, because I thought the double crossing almost seemed out of, like, what he would be up to. I guess that's probably the craziest he wants to get is so that. that's the other thing with Cornette is Cornette. We keep backtracking, but it's fine. We're having it's, a good yeah, conversation. Yeah, no, we're just, I'm learning about wrestling. This, <laughs> yeah, this, this is going perfectly. <laughs> yeah, we are converting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but Cornette claims that he's backstage with Russo and, and uh, Vince like the night before, week before, creative meeting before, whatever. And Vince Russo says something dumb, as always, as Cornette would say. Okay. Bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I got Vince Russo's book on my shelf, too. How many wrestler books you got up there? I got a couple. I got Mick ha- Foley's <laughs> book. I don't know what happened to my Chris Jericho book. We'll and I got a couple wrestling playboys Did too. Ian steal it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what was I talking about? Uh, Alex, the playboys got distracted. Oh God. And, yeah. and Jim uh, Cornette. Oh, and Jim Cornette being okay with you. Yeah. And so Jim Cornette says something snotty about one of Russo's ideas, and then Vince is in like a huff and says, "Well, what would you do then?" And Cornette goes, "Oh, I'd do a fucking screw job. I don't know." Okay. And so then yeah. the. <laughs> Cornette claims he didn't know. Vince didn't say, oh, I'm going to do that. Great idea, bro. <laughs> so, the official story on the screw job is the only people who knew were Vince. Uh, 
fuck, I'm forgetting who the main number one backstage was. Pat. Okay. Who, Pat Patterson. I don't know why I was playing yeah, his Pat name. <laughs> you see, it's Pat, easy. Pat, Pat Patterson Pat knew. Patterson. And uh, the referee, I can't remember. I think it was one of the Hebners, Earl or Dave. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and the referee found out right beforehand. <laughs> okay, that must because be he was he was boys with Brett, and Brett even sp- specifically quoted as saying like, "Hey man, don't count me out." And yeah. Earl didn't count him out. He rang for the bell when he didn't submit. Okay. But. But so yeah, so he wrestled God. So yeah, I could see Jim Cornette being angry about that. But yeah, Vince is wrestling God. That's a little uh, <laughs> Christmas in Iraq. Yeah, the Christmas the Kiss Iraq. My Ass Club with Vince. Kiss My Ass yeah, Club. <laughs> yeah, Vince <laughs> went on a whole thing of like forcibly having people kiss his ass as like what? punishments for losing <laughs> matches. He did it to women like bare ass, like, like the South bare ass, like yeah, bare ass. Pulls down his pants. <laughs> you can watch. There's whole compilations of it on YouTube. Yeah, I guess it says we'll get claimed. Go look up all of these. The God, the ass kiss in the Christmas on Iraq. You have to look those up on your own accord. And dude. they've covered <laughs> up a few <laughs> things if you go to watch things on Peacock. But if you're looking for any of the real offensive stuff, it's still on YouTube. You won't find Vince saying the N-word on Peacock, but it's on YouTube. Yeah, it's oh, so he is like Papa <laughs> John. <laughs> yeah, but it was, in, it was in like a sketch. It was in like the early 2000s. It's fight funny for like white guys to say the n-word when they shouldn't and like a that was a way. big thing wasn't it there's yeah. a lot of comedians that it was specifically that was that was the joke was just <laughs> white guys yeah, that the was like it, it wasn't like socially acceptable but it was like uh, quote-unquote normal to see people say doing yeah, that it was at that time not that it was right but it, it, it yeah it happened yeah the culture like with changes. John Cena. <laughs> but uh Okay, yeah, so what's next, I guess? What's, uh... <laughs> uh, so the big thing is John Cena really kind of comes onto the scene. What, like 2003, 4? 2000, yeah, 4, 5. Because okay. he just celebrated his 20-year reunion in WWE. So he would have, like, wow. been doing some little things in 2002. Like, that would have been his debut against Kurt Angle. Yeah. And so, yeah, 2002 is when Randy Orton, John Cena, Batista, and Lesnar might be 2001. 2003 anyway all those guys the ohio valley wrestling kids dolph ziggler was in there too they all kind of come up together okay and so they've got this whole new generation of star power yeah ohio valley wrestling just like they basically like produced like 10 years of like stars uh from like one generation yeah ran by danny davis and jim Cornette. Again. <laughs> yeah. I was curious if John Cena or The Rock had been in like more movies. Probably The Rock, right? Yeah, The Rock started earlier than than John Cena. John Cena is pretty like recently uh, yeah. doing movies. I just know he's been dropping them. Have they they've never wrestled, right? Yeah, they did. Oh, they did. Okay. Yeah, it was billed as a once in a lifetime match at WrestleMania. Because they're like the and two... then they did it the next WrestleMania. Because would you? Because <laughs> they must be technically bigger than like Hulk Hogan, right? No. In just I don't in, think so. In terms of just like pe- like people's knowledge, I guess. I guess people probably. I think because of the internet, maybe yes. But like Hookamania was just like a phenom. Like yeah. if you think about it, like there was no internet, just just TV, and people were like going crazy for Hulk Hogan. That's so. a good. That's a good. John point. Cena ain't got no Saturday morning cartoon. I yeah. know, but, but more, <laughs> I feel like more moms want a piece of the Rock or John Cena than they did hulk hogan yeah, yeah. Ooh, people wanted to fuck hulk hogan dude. <laughs> yeah 
<laughs> People still want to fuck Hulk Hogan. <laughs> no, I'm sure. I'm just talking yeah, over. <laughs> yeah, that's a big debate. I think it com came up like two times on the Discord already. Maybe it's just, like <laughs> if Mons prefer like The Rock or John Cena. <laughs> and we gotta put we gotta put Hulk Hogan in there. We gotta slip yeah, in. Yeah, Hulk Hogan has to. Yeah, and I think because of like the the receding hairline, they, he may get like rejected or something. <laughs> Changes him a little, yeah. yeah. And yeah, Rocky and Big Match John are definitely bigger movie stars than Hogan ever was, but as far as like wrestling, no way. Okay, they were not yeah. drawing the single houses. Rock could have been absolutely, but he went into movies so early, changed it up. Yeah, like he just wasn't around in wrestling that long to be. Okay, because '97, like when we were talking about. Survivor Series. He was still Rocky Maivia in like mid '97. I actually just the nation saw, of domination. I saw like a it, YouTube reel or whatever the hell they're called on there. The shorts um, of like how he got his name and just how like that was his, was dad's name and grandpa's name combined. Yeah, because his grandfather was the High Chief Peter Maivia and his dad's Rocky Johnson. And he didn't like it. And then some Irish guy or Scottish guy was just like, "How about the Rock?" And he was like, "All right." <laughs> and I, was, I was like, damn. I, he's, yeah, looks like The Rock. It works. <laughs> no, yeah. no crazy and, story. And he's not hes not the original The Rock. He's not. He's a, the original, like, The Rock, but, like, Rock. I think it was uh, Don Morocco, the first one. Okay. He was, he was The Rock. Okay. Yeah, but, then, like, stealing from one, one people, it's stealing. And stealing from a lot of people, it's just, like, referencing right <laughs> so yeah just the wrestling the business there's a lot of stealing going around yeah cornette's got a great quote about it you steal it from one place it's plagiarism you steal it from two places it's innovating yeah, yeah i was trying to quote that but <laughs> <laughs> yeah I you, it. it's definitely a, yeah a inspiration like you know taking inspiration from stuff to well, once you have a couple things referenced or <laughs> you know slightly referenced at least <laughs> Yeah, so the 2000s roll around. Early 2000s, Vince actually buys out WCW, his biggest competition. That's wow. a, another huge thing, too, is at this point, he's bought out WCW. He's started the XFL, and at the time when the XFL is going, like, Vince is hot shit, bro. Like, yeah. He's yeah. on top of the world. <laughs> he um, just, like, eliminated, like, the biggest threat uh, to, to his company, so it's just, like, sweet, like, come see now because there's no there's nothing they are the apex now so did he absorb them or like liquidate them uh he so he bought them and then he ran the shows for a little bit longer but then he did like a whole invasion angle where the wcw guys came in and then they he also bought out ecw and did the same thing so the wrestlers kept there they just joined in some of them so that was a big thing was that uh, a lot of the guys had contracts with turner the network that owned WCW and those contracts were not bought out when WWE bought out the mm. rest of the contracts. And so guys like Scott Hall, Kevin Nash and Hulk Hogan were sitting at home getting full paychecks and those contracts would have gotten canceled if they went to work for WWE who wasn't going to pay them that kind of money. <laughs> so they just got paid. They got paid to sit at home. Wow. Which right. Why wouldn't you? Right. Especially guys who have been on the road their entire lives seeing their kids like, 50 days out of the year now just make that money yeah that makes yeah, sense hell yeah. <laughs> uh and you know 2005 tna kind of starts up they make a little bit of chatter they're not really competition for vince so there's just locals though and once he bought that those two once wcw and ecw go down 
yeah, the biggest independent promotion. Uh, probably Smoky Mountain at that point. I mean, you have like New Japan and like those international yeah, companies. That's less of a threat. Yeah. But they're they're not like direct competition. They yeah. are like from another market. So, yeah, and and ECW had like a really niche audience. Like really like people like to compare like the ECW audience to like uh, Nirvana fans, like grunge, grunge stuff. But okay, they I don't think they transitioned like to 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 WWE because WWE was like a really like clean product compared to what ECW was. So, okay. Yeah, I think he 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 balked it more because of like the wrestlers, not because of he wanted to just take the fan base with it. Right. Yeah, and honestly, if he would have pulled it off, the whole invasion angle is a really cool idea. Yeah. The idea of the yeah. two biggest wrestling companies clashing, and you get to see all these dream matches, but they didn't get it. Sting never ended up coming in, so you don't get Undertaker and Sting. You never get Hogan versus Austin. Like all these matches, it it should have paid off and don't happen. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Hogan versus Austin didn't happen because Austin didn't want to work with Hogan. That's also I'm not true. Mistaken? No, that's definitely true. Did that piss yeah. off fans? I kind of blue ball a bunch of people, thinking they were gonna get those, and then they didn't. Uh, definitely Undertaker and Sting. Everyone yeah. really wanted that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What was like the Undertaker gimmick uh, looked like at that time? At that what point, this match could could have happened. It was the American Badass. Yeah, it was American right. Badass because that's Diamond Dallas Page came over and was doing the stalker thing when he's the Amer- the uh, American Badass. Oh, okay. So Sting would be like the Crow, Crow yeah, Sting. Yeah, he would have been Crow Sting, or he might have even been like the most recently seen version of him might have been like Wolfpack Sting with the red face paint. Oh, okay. Do you think Sting yeah. and Sting from the Police have ever met? They have to. Have. I feel like they've yeah, had to, have, right? There's a big chance. <laughs> One time, I met Sting, the wrestler, very briefly at an oh, indie shit. wrestling show, and I told Caleb about it. And him and Jake both thought I met Sting from the police, <laughs> and they just thought he was at a wrestling show. I know there's two Stings, even. <laughs> but man, I love Sting, and he's in Ready to Rumble, and Sting is so cool. But that's not the point. Yeah. So, you kind of get into the later 2000s, 2008. Cena is like, yeah, megastar and ascending still. Twelve rounds has just come out. The Marine has just come out. He's at this point. He's not trying to be a movie star. He's becoming a movie star because he knows it makes it more market him more marketable and therefore the WWE more marketable. Yeah, and everyone gets to make more money. It's kind of like giving yeah, to, you know, protect the business. If the business is hurting and you start doing movies, that's gonna help the business. <laughs> Plus, the business. Yeah. we can't miss you if you don't go away. So you go off and film a movie for a couple months. You get to have a big return. You never go film a movie. You never go away. You never have a big return. Yeah, true. Yeah. But Cena, at this point, pushes for the product to become PG. And it's going to stay PG. Oh, I forgot about it. Yeah. For until it's about to become TV 14 again. So very, very relevant. Very timely. People hated that, yeah. right? A lot of people were upset. I, I could see that. <laughs> uh, but sponsors it's a big jump. upset. PG and PG-14 are very different. And, <laughs> or can be, at least. I mean, and that's when Impact or TNA really gets its, like, boost because now Raw is no longer on Spike. They're moving over to USA, you know, getting in with the NBC crowd, Universal. Okay. Spike is no longer airing Raw, so they end up giving a time slot to TNA. 
Also, they put some UFC stuff on Spike. So that's really coming up in 2008 as, like, the counterculture to WWE. But then TNA tries to, like, go to war with WWE in, like, 2012. It really doesn't pan out. They really get their asses beat and kind of die off forever. Okay. Yeah. But And now Vince hey. is really, like, trying to chill out the public persona. Uh, I've noticed he's definitely got his foot off the gas. Well, or even in the 2000s, he's starting to chill out because yeah. Linda is starting to run for office, get involved in you know the Republican Party. Uh, I mean, even recently, she was part of Trump's cabinet. I forgot about that. Some sort of That's cabinet member. That's crazy. That's a little too influential. <laughs> oh, and I guess we, we even skipped the whole Trump and... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we forgot. So he was only on one, right? Trump was on one WrestleMania, yeah, and he didn't wrestle. Yeah, then he hit somebody with something once. Or yeah, I'm pretty sure he interfered in the match. I don't remember. Yeah, the important part him. is <laughs> that the whole storyline is that Trump has bought WWE and become like a majority owner or a minority owner. He has like 49 events, that's 51, or vice versa. Oh, my God. And okay. But WWE is a publicly traded company at this point, and their stock tanks when the Donald Trump stuff comes out. So then they admit, again, they expose the business. And they have to publicly yeah. announce that Trump does not actually own WWE so that the stock stops falling. By the way, WWE stock, I got an alert today because I own some, up 10% today. Okay. Pretty good. Is, that yeah, a, I, is that a nice stock? Is yeah, I do. I, yeah, I would buy WWE stocks, right now. Okay. I would buy WWE <laughs> right now. <laughs> like first stocks, first stocks, like 10% is huge. Like, it's, it's huge. Yeah. Like, yeah. In a day? Yeah, it's yeah. not every okay, day. Right. Yeah. yeah, a day. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> that that doesn't happen a lot of times. I'm going to kill but... all my Dogecoin. <laughs> put it in the, put it in Dude, the... I, I think WWE is a better investment than Doge at this point, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and then it ends up being a uh, loser gets their head shaved match between Umaga, who's The Rock's cousin, and Bobby Lashley, who went on to become like a real MMA fighter, and now is back in WWE and a former WWE World Champion. They're kind of allowed to add whatever stakes they want, huh? Children's custody, who, someone getting their head shaved. Yeah, if you sign the contract. Yeah, that's why the contract signing is the most important thing in sports entertainment. Were there people? Was there actual like people positions to be held or lost by a match, like moving up in the company off a match or? I'm, sh- I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something like wild. Ownership of the company has been on the line in matches like all the time. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's okay. Power struggles and crazy shit. That makes sense. I mean, people yeah. always have like loser <laughs> leaves town matches. Right, banished. Yeah, banished from the the village if you lose. Yeah, you can add whatever stipulation you want. Nice. Okay. And I guess that might be actually legally enforceable, huh? If it's a contract, you agree to leave the city. <laughs> never come back yeah yeah back like back like i think the 80s or like even earlier this like loser leaves leaves town matches like when the guy like leave like quote unquote leave town they they wouldn't hurt from him like in a long time so it looked like really realistic okay like, yeah the guy just vanished because there was no like you wouldn't see him on twitter like True. Talking about it. <laughs> that really is yeah. a, such a di- damn difference. Like, that, just this, that. The, the people were talking about Hulk Hogan, even though there was no social media, that you couldn't find somebody on Twitter doing, you know, 
Snickers bar commercials or something. Like, you know, it really was different when there was no Twitter to, like, check in on this specifically, but other shit in general. <laughs> it's it's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But the – um, I was going to say something maybe. Uh, uh, oh, I was going to say it's very Western. Like, this town ain't big enough for the two of us type yeah, of – Yeah, Like, it's a classic – a classic, classic story, classic beef you had to have with somebody. You gotta fucking go. <laughs> yeah, and usually yeah. you know pretty clear sides, a black hat and a white hat. Although occasionally you get like a Clint Eastwood tweener. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Vince really for the most part stays out of trouble at this point. Uh, he spends a lot of time like mending bridges. Bret Hart <laughs> comes back yeah. during the uh, war with TNA. They make their peace and finally have, like, a match at WrestleMania that Brett gets to win and okay. get his comeuppance on the evil Mr. McMahon. Right. <laughs> um, you know, for the most part, the wrestler deaths really start getting a little bit better after Benoit and Umaga go okay. and Eddie. I mean, those are some really, really tough losses in the mid-2000s that we just kind of skipped over, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Obviously, the Benoit one especially very, very – Wild Huge. and they are very different. Because how did the other ones die? Uh, Eddie died of a drug overdose. Heart. Okay. Oh, sorry. And uh, who else did I say? Uh, oh, um- um- Umaga died of drugs. Okay. Or complica- heart complications because of drugs yeah. and yeah. steroids and stuff. That makes sense. Okay. But yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's uh, I'm sure significant and like well, you know very and also. And, the- and- Go ahead, Gabriel. Yeah, and people really like speculate about like Eddie Guerrero uh, death, especially because uh, they say it's directly like not responsible, but uh, he was like Benoit's best friend, and when he died, it impacted like Benoit big time. That oh, wasn't yeah. a, a stable individual, so yeah. that played a big part of what like he did, what he did. Damn, I so didn't it's, know that. So it's it's really yeah, it's fucked up. Yeah. Well, and another really fucked up about the Benoit thing is they aired an angle where Vince McMahon's limousine got blown up the week before, and Vince McMahon was supposed to be dead. They killed Vince McMahon off <laughs> and then had that real death, and they had to, like... Have him come out hand in hand, like, I'm not actually dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Sorry. end up doing, like, an illegitimate story, son storyline with a hornswoggle, the leprechaun midget. That's the worst timing. That's like that one... Yeah that ARG video game that they were making and like the in the in the game like the the uh, game development company like caught on fire and it released like two weeks before 9-11 and it drew just this like scary parallel and no one wanted to play this like fourth wall breaking game anymore because that just happened it was just the you know something that would have like worked like because that would have been huge yeah or that gangster if- movie that came out right after uh the second Batman or third Batman. Oh, there, was the there was the Aurora shooting, but oh my it, God. the whole big featured scene in the trailer of this gangster movie is a bunch of people sitting on one side of a movie screen and they fire through the like projector at people. Oh, and so they like no. pulled it out, out of theaters. They weren't showing it anywhere because like everyone was freaking out about theater shootings. And you're going to go see that in the theater. Yeah. You're going to watch that happen in the theater. That's going to be scary as hell. But yeah, because Vince McMahon dying, that would have been a big difference, right? Yeah. Like, because maybe, well, I guess he killed God, right? So maybe he would have came back as, like, a de- demon, an evil <laughs> demon or something. But, like, <laughs> the devil probably looks a lot like Vince McMahon. <laughs> I can see him playing him in a movie. 
Uh, but yeah, WWE really starts cleaning up its act. Um, very squeaky clean. John Cena's a champion a lot of the time. A lot, a lot, yeah. a lot of the time. Um, and Vince is really laid low until now. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And some shit went came out, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, oh, I think we skipped something important. Yeah. The play, plane ride from hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. Gabriel, that's a whole <laughs> other episode. <laughs> that yeah, sounds familiar. Yeah. What is it? What, it's, uh, uh, there's a really good Vice documentary on it. Or Vice, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Oh, okay. But, and there's a couple plane ride from hells. But uh, there's just all sorts of stuff. Guys getting drunk and trying to wrestle each other. Ric Flair yeah. pulling his cock out. Like a private yeah, jet? Kurt, or like a... Yeah, it's it's their, it's their, their plane. Okay. Yeah, and... Vince used to have a private jet that all the wrestlers would fly on. Just all pictured, the stars would fly on. I just pictured like yeah. a, just a normal <laughs> plane going to Florida and either whipping their dicks out and wrestling yeah. in the aisle. Can you imagine like <laughs> they doing this on like a normal passenger plane? Yeah, <laughs> I would just get my phone out. Oh, shit. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I think there was something about... Uh, yeah, I want to say it was Lesnar and Hennig wrestling to the point where they yeah, like knocked Kurt, open one of the windows or doors. Yeah, Kurt yeah. Hennig tried. Like Kurt Hennig was like a prankster. Yeah, like, he one always, of the best. Like, yeah, he was like a big time like prankster, and he 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 got really drunk and tried to open like the the plane door. Holy <laughs> shit, dude! And it, that's like, like, of course, like it's scary as fuck, and like people don't know, but. It's actually impossible to open the, the plane door like mid-flight. Okay, okay. It requires like superhuman strength to do this, and I, like literally nobody can do this. But All the wrestlers anyway, like, pushing on it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> so and then like Lesnar, like they got into a fight because of this. Lesnar was got got scared and started beating his ass or something like that. <laughs> Holy shit! Hennig yeah. said he beat Brock Brock's Lesnar like ass, but I, I can't believe. Yeah. Like, Brock Lesnar is pretty legit, so yeah, <laughs> and he was drunk. So, do you know the movie Rashomon, Gabriel? No, no. So I had to watch it in film appreciation class, but the whole point of it is that it's like you get the stories of three different people, you get the same story told from three different people, and you see how things are different. I would love to see someone do like a movie version of that with the plane ride from hell. You get all these like <laughs> skewed yeah. details to make them look a little better as they're telling it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah now vince is in a little bit of trouble yeah um so first thing that starts getting out is vince paid someone some hush money to shut the fuck up about their relationship ends up coming out vince paid her three million dollars of his own money to keep his mouth shut the problem being when vince promoted her from her legal aid position and doubled her salary with company money so that's when stuff yeah. starts really getting investigated. Because you can, I mean, I, you're allowed to pay people off, kind of, right? Like, yeah. Legally. Non-disclosure agreements are a thing. But that, you know, I guess just the context of it yeah, doesn't yeah. look good if when, you own when, the company. Right. Like when, when, when he's, like, there's a lot of, like, stakeholders and, and people that they they need to know what the fuck's happening, like, with the, the company money. Yeah. And I think when he started fucking, fucking with company money to do this kind of stuff, they, he, he got, like, he got cocked on that. 
Yeah, that's like, a big doubling like, someone's salary for seemingly no reason. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was no, no. There was a reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There is. Yeah. And so then it gets out after that that Vince passed her like a toy. Direct quote from an email from the girl's friend uh, to one of the other executives who has a history of like saying demeaning things to women and is pointed out as a creep by like a lot of women who leave the company. Okay. So. Yeah. Vince and that dude, John Laurinaitis, stepped down. Some people step up. Uh, then news starts coming out about uh, Vince having spent $13 million in non-disclosure. <laughs> that's a big that's a getting For women. <laughs> including one woman who supposedly got $7.5 million from him. And there's talk from the investigation that... Uh, this woman was coerced into sexual acts okay. with Mr. McMahon and thought that maybe she wouldn't have a job if things didn't go. Yeah, the position of power, especially with him being, you know, founder of the Kiss My Ass Club and whatnot, you know, that position of power definitely, I think, holds a <laughs> like a, umbrella over you to make you like kind of looming. But how much money is he fucking playing around with for him to casually drop thirteen? million on affairs i mean he's a billionaire uh, he's, he's okay a, he's a billionaire okay yeah he's a wealthy i figured man. but yeah, it's damn, a wealthy family that's just so insane <laughs> it's 13 casually yeah. on non-disclosures yeah over like 20 years still though yeah. i feel like i would a, a million a year budget to you know cover up everything i've done that would stress me the fuck out yeah i would be so stressed out so, like just eating at you but yeah i mean obviously because it it can come out <laughs> fucking 20 years later, like, uh, uh, apparently. And another big thing that happened is some old rape allegations got brought up uh, with Rita Chatterton, former WWE referee in, I want to say, the 90s. Okay. Uh, she had said something about, you know, Vince forcing himself on her. They had also uh. been in a consensual relationship that people knew about, so it was, like, really tough to prove anything. Yeah. And, yeah. you know. Very complicated situation that got swept under the rug then. How it did, is now coming out yeah. again. So how did the 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 non disclosure agreements leak? Was it like a me too but with it someone disclosure agreements? Sent an email to the WWE board of directors who claiming to be a friend of the woman. Okay. And then they also contacted I wanna say it was the Wall Street Journal. Okay. And so the Wall Street Journal ended up to biggin reporting it like <laughs> couple weeks after uh the board of directors had been told about it because their investigation started before the story leaked okay but no punishment for vince mcmahon or anything happened until after the story leaked or yeah. stepping down right 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 uh, stepping uh, down uh, yeah. so, i don't think like if anything like they they wouldn't do anything if it didn't cut like out like on the media because like no why would you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's vince mcmahon you know like they he He's like a important part of the company, and they like they wouldn't get rid of him like that. But yeah, if only thirteen yeah. people know, just give him each a million to sign an NDA. Good to go. And he owns over half of the voting rights. What Vince wants to happen with that stock is going to happen with that stock. He still it, does. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He didn't sell any of his stock. All he did was retire as chairman, CEO, and head of creative. Okay. So he never said anything about retiring as a talent. He never said anything about not appearing <laughs> He's on TV gonna again. wrestle still. Yeah. He wrestled last WrestleMania. That's and won. Yeah. I'll add. <laughs> not God though. He wrestled oh, uh, Pat McAfee, right? Yeah. 
So has yeah. he lost to people since he beat God? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, he's also the oldest WWE champion of all time because he did win the WWE championship at one point. Former ECW world champion. Okay. So there's people that by default have kind of wrestled God because they beat him post-God fight. Kind of. <laughs> like a yeah, <laughs> translation sort of. Yeah, it's a paradox. <laughs> but, yeah, so he's, you know, stepped down at this point. Right. right. Uh, so that's as of this weekend. Uh, I think it was yesterday they finally announced Triple H is taking back over as head of creative. So that's got a lot of people excited. It's uh, a big change is coming, huh? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I think, like, in my opinion, uh, with the combination of, like, the program, like, going, it's, it's what now? It's PG-14? TV-14, yeah. yeah. Same thing. So, yeah. So with the combination, like, like, with Triple H as head of creative and, like, the, like, a, the product, the product can be a little bit more like dirt right now. I think AEW <laughs> may be going out of business in a year or two. Oh, like the, damn! <laughs> yeah, because like Vin, Vince, I think he was, he was like out of touch with a lot of stuff. So I think Triple H has, even though I don't like Triple H a lot, I think he has like a better vision of like what the fans want uh, nowadays than than Vince did. Yeah. yeah. So I think they, this may be a good thing for like WWE because like, I think it will be overall. It seems that yeah. like even though Vince like seeming at one point was like nailing it, it just to seem like yeah, power, money, and time and stress can really get you clouded up. Why people over seventy shouldn't run countries <laughs> or companies? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So how old's Triple H? Triple H is. Early fifties, late forties. Okay, I know he's like a year or two younger than Batista, which is crazy. Wow, yeah, he went in the movie route too, huh? Batista, yeah, he's, he's doing pretty well for himself. He's doing some big films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's like a serious actor right now. He's not just like a action flick actor. He's you, he's pretty good. Do you think a lot of act, like wrestlers? Deep down, want to be an actor more, but they're just a little bit of an athlete, so they're like, yeah. And they, that's kind of how they're trying to get their foot in the door. I think it's a big yes. part of it. Yeah, a lot of guys have theater backgrounds because you do. It, it is like equally theater and athletics. So if you're just a fit dude and you could take a slam, but you really want to, you know, be in yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, it's a good place to start, I guess. Yeah, I, think <laughs> it, I think it's it's like it's fifty fifty. Okay. Like, uh, you can see like the the right. I, I forgot the name of the guy. Just remember his nickname, uh, the Gold Standard. Uh, what what's his name? I, I forgot. Uh, he 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 broke into like WWE uh, with Brock Lesnar. Uh, and he, he Jindrak. No, no. Oh, I have to search it. It's it's a really easy name, but it's just escape it. But uh, he he broke into WWE, and he was just like a phenom as far as athleticism. He was uh, really accomplished any CWA uh, wrestler and but he had no promo so he oh are you talking about to... Sean O'Hare no 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 I, I <laughs> no I didn't let me just like I have to search it and like he he, he had no promo so he he spent like his entire career career more like a mid carter because like he was he could do everything in the ring but he he didn't have like a 
he didn't have it's, it was not charisma but he didn't he had the umph on, on you gotta his be a star yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> the star is like a complete package exactly yeah but i mean that's kind of where we're at now um I guess I got some funny pictures to look at. I got some funny memes to talk about with Vince. Yeah, do I pull? Are you gonna? Yeah, uh, I just found the guy's name. It's Shelton Benjamin. Oh, Shelton Benjamin still rules though. Yeah, he he's good. He's good. I'm not saying he's bad, but like, he missed like promo skills. I think. Yeah, absolutely. Here I can. Uh, yeah. I think I can do it like this, and share it with them. We can watch. Check out some of these memes real quick. Yeah. Oh, okay. You, you want to look at some Vince yeah. McMahon memes, Gabriel? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, I was looking at this one on Google Images. All right. Yeah. So I'm just gonna go through them just front to back, as that if that works. Front to back. Yeah, I got them labeled in order. In that order. Yeah. Okay. So, what do we got here? We got. Oh, so that's uh, Vince's filmography, which I thought was really really funny. Uh, as you can see, he's played Mr. <laughs> McMahon. <laughs> and Mr. McMagma. I love how they had to break it because if he if he they had to break it into that little section because he did that right in the middle of the WrestleMania mystery and that one. Wow. Wait, Surfs Up Two. Wave Mania. They wrestle and Surfs Up Two, the Penguin movie. I don't know. We gotta watch. What it. the fuck? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, uh, I actually know about this. Uh, Surfs Up One was uh, a huge hit. But right. Surf's Up 2, nobody watched it. But it, it ends up like being there's Undertaker, there's like John Cena. Everybody's in this movie. Okay, <laughs> They're wow. Like penguins. What the hell, dude? I don't know yeah, how I would have missed this at the time. I've, <laughs> I've seen it since I've seen Wave Mania, and it looks like a WrestleMania logo. And I was like, wow, they really couldn't think of like a cooler name for the big surfing competition. First, but, yeah, so. Wow, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, John Cena is in it. Uh, Triple H, The Undertaker, Vince McMahon. Okay, <laughs> everybody's in it. <laughs> That's our next movie night. Yeah, because do we even need to watch the first one? Because like I knew well, Surfs Up One was a big deal, but I did. I guess I didn't know whether there was a sec a sequel or not. But I for sure didn't know it was called Wave Mania and had John Cena <laughs> in it. That was late too. Yeah, 2017. Wow. Well, yeah, I'm down to watch that. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, what do we got here? Okay, so this is just a classic format. Right. Because when I, when I was putting the episode together earlier, I thought we were going to maybe talk, you know, have more pictures and visual aids and such. Right. But So this is just, you know. I have seen this a lot. Yeah, I, classic I, format. You're about to see a couple more. Okay. So sometimes they'll use it. That's just Vince Acting Surprise. I thought <laughs> it was a funny meme. Right, Vince Acting Surprise. <laughs> and so, funny enough, <laughs> uh, the woman he's reacting Breaking it out. What do we got? got? The Sable Playboy. Oh, wait. It's not oh. pulled up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> edit, edit this in post. We'll put it in post. Yeah, it's edit. Sable Playboy. Yeah, edit it in post. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> it's explicit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, she's actually dancing on a table for him during this, and she actually married Brock Lesnar. Wow, okay. And I think they're married still. So this wasn't the... Uh, not the uh, one of the women. Not one of the women, <laughs> probably. Women. Uh, and this was just to show his kind of worldwide appeal. Wow! Yeah, he's fully <laughs> worldwide with that one. Yeah, absolutely. Pitbull. <laughs> What's this one? Oh, see, you see a cat? <laughs> wow! <laughs> it looks over, sees you. You. Pss, pss, pss. 
it walks your direction. So there's a pretty a wide uh, range, I guess, of the actual memes themselves. Yeah, and it, also I wanted to kind of just point out that all memes are cyclical. You know, that's the exact same as like the galaxy brain. Yeah. Meme, sort of like how the Drake meme with the uh is the same as like the cars going off the road. Right. There are yeah an evolution of the same format. <laughs> and so this I want to say was 2020. This is uh, Vince hopping off the stairs after Raw. Okay. Um, He's looking older. And so, yeah, this is background. This isn't necessarily a meme. Yeah. But he, uh, this was right before shit went down, huh? Cause this 2020. Those so are real, a years real pe- No, I meant like uh, shit in 2020 went down. Because uh, those are real people, not robot TVs. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah you could tell when it was the robot TVs. It was weird. Yes, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, there he is. <laughs> It was at that time that he he jumped like from a balcony to show like how Pat McAfee should jump. Yeah, was at the he same time. The yeah. How, 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 how tall was that? Uh, I I want to say it was like fifteen feet, but I might be. We ju- just onto the ground, just on concrete. He jumped. On. No, it was onto like a crash pad. Oh, okay, okay. But he was showing how to do. It. I thought, <laughs> did he get hurt? Was yeah, that recently? Uh, on his age, like. <laughs> It hurt yeah, him, I'm sure, but he didn't show it. Okay. I bet Vinny No sold it for sure. Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we can see what's next. So, oh. <laughs> so, but do you recognize that guy he's hitting in the face? It, Xavier? I don't. Is okay. it? That's CM Punk. Oh, shit, okay. During uh, his ill-fated run in the UFC. Damn. Because after... Uh, he looks bloody and bashed. Yeah, he got bashed <laughs> and was made very bloody. Holy shit. Damn, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's a really good one, I thought. Yeah, that's sad. <laughs> oh, man, that's the uncropped one. I fucked up. Oh, that's fine. Well, I can zoom in a little. Also, Joker. <laughs> just yeah, hey, for effort Joker, on this one. I left the handle in there because I thought they did such a good job. Yeah, there's that handle. Abdul's 97 Abdul Malik. Shout out 97 Abdul Malik. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Is that fucking... <laughs> that's in sync. And he's in sync with him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So this oh. is Vince oh. doesn't do a lot of uh, press outside WWE. Okay. But this is his Playboy interview. If someone wants to narrate it, should I read this it? Is a specific excerpt that I picked out. The entire <laughs> thing is batshit, but this is the most batshit part. Yeah. Somebody read it. McMahon pauses. That was at a very young age. I remember probably in the first grade being invited to a matinee film with my stepbrother and his girlfriends, and I remember them playing with me, playing with my penis and giggling. I thought that was pretty cool. That was my initiation into sex. At that age, you don't necessarily achieve an erection, but it was cool. (laughs) And around the same time, there was a girl my age who was, in essence, my cousin. Uh Uh-oh. Later in life, she actually wound up marrying that asshole Leo Lupton, my stepfather. Boy, this sounds like Tobacco Road. Anyway, I remember the two of us being so curious about each other's bodies, but not knowing what the hell to do. We would go into the woods and get naked together. It felt good. And for some reason, I wanted to put crushed leaves into her. This was in Playboy? (laughs) This is in Playboy. What the fuck was it? I want the name of the person that fucking did this interview. What the fuck? 
don't know why, but I remember that. I don't remember the first name I had. The first time I had intercourse, believe it or not. Playboy, your growing up was pretty accelerated. <laughs> Man, God, yes. It's like the Lil Wayne. What's that? Uh... Like Lil Wayne's like, yeah, I had sex with this stripper when I was like four years old. It's like, what? what the hell? Why are you? I just, the, the, you should be ta- talking to a therapist, not Playboy. <laughs> well, and here, here's the other thing that doesn't really get across. Uh, this is a shared interview with his son, <laughs> who's also being interviewed at the same time and getting and given the, the story, the spilling the beans on his sexual encounters in front of his dad. I probably not the same not they're so, probably a little more normal not than quite as brass <laughs> not quite as brass well he's got them brass balls they're as brassy yeah, as the shows he puts balls. on <laughs> <laughs> holy cow dude that's that's i didn't know what the fuck i was and that's just one paragraph it's like 11 <laughs> pages I got. oh man yeah that's something else dude playboy interviews are crazy people say the dumbest shit Oh, that—that's him getting his head shaved after he lost to Donald Trump's friend. Who's this gentleman? That's Bobby Lashley. Okay, <laughs> that's the guy who was uh, Trump's wrestler. Well, shit, that's a pretty, uh, <laughs> pretty wild way to outro there with that interview. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I told you I had a bomb saved. Yeah, that's that's wild. Did you, you didn't know about that, Gabriel? <laughs> yeah, I have. I had no idea. You blindsided me. <laughs> Well, because I mean, Vince has done like five interviews ever outside of WWE. Because he got like Bob Costas made him look kind of dumb and like an asshole, and then he had like another like public statement after the steroid trial, and then really neither of those went well. So he didn't do anything till Pat McAfee, and then two show Playboys. That was, or one Playboy. And, yeah, and did a Playboy interview at some point, <laughs> yeah. and just like put all that out there. It's just. For some reason, the man does not interview well, except when McAfee interviews him. The yeah. McMahon. And, and it's weird because he's, like, really, like, he's big-time famous, and he never, like, he... It's, a, it's It feels like he's in a bubble on WWE. Like, he's, he's in that universe, and, like, he's always present there, but, like, outside of that, I, think, I don't think he made a lot of appearances. I saw him at the UFC event in Las Vegas. Uh, like he looked at so out of place. It was like <laughs> so it was really weird. Him, uh, I think it was Pat McAfee, Stephanie, and uh, Triple H. I think I may be getting it messed up, but no, you got it right. Yeah. I think Nick Khan was there too, and McAfee had the neck brace on. I remember. Yeah, he he was selling something. He he took uh, I I don't I, he took this the. It was Baron tenor. Corbin. It's not worth remembering. <laughs> Big man yeah. sitting around pissed. So, he didn't buy it. Just like, yeah, I have like I have some quick notes. Yeah, uh, I, I I made like a compilation of like weird uh, moments okay, of this yeah. like on air and off air. Nice. So I would start uh, from he did not know uh, what a burrito was. <laughs> yes. And, when? And there's a big detail. No, no, there's a big detail. He ate one every day. And he didn't know what it was called. <laughs> it's a big taco, big sealed up taco. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what he, was? It? Uh, Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, he he's considered the world's strongest billionaire, and I think I think to this day he may still be, even at this age. Yeah. Until um, the rockets a billion. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you think the rockets close to a billion? 
I don't know. Man. We'll see how the XFL does now that he's taking it over. Yeah. Damn, okay, yeah. So he uh, reportedly sleeps two hours a day. <laughs> I don't know how he survived this long <laughs> doing this, but <laughs> yeah, he, everybody that knows him says he sleeps. Like, he hates his sleep. That's not even so one of like the. Day. There's like all those alternative sleep schedules. That's not even on there. Just two hours a day. That's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, that's a net. <laughs> the only person I've heard claim even close to that is we had a uh, not to rile you up a hypnotist come to our school one time and he claimed that he would hypnotize himself and three hours of being hypnotized was as good as eight hours of sleep. That would be cool. Oh, if it, would, it would be neat if that was real. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so Vince doesn't like party a lot with the guys, like the, the wrestlers, but like when he does, it's, it's always, oh, or, or, or it will make like the news or the, it will be like an epic story. Holy so shit. <laughs> he was like a strip, at a strip club with a lot of wrestlers, like uh, like the, the Hearts, uh, uh, the Road, Road Warriors. War, Road Warriors and... I think there was more, but I think this this these two groups were the most more important of this story. Yeah. yeah. So they were there, and Vince has like a thing for taking uh, big bumps, like the the finishers. He liked to take like the, the the finishers from wrestling, for from wrestlers. So he he I don't know how he <laughs> he ended up taking a doomsday device on hard floor <laughs> and not hurting himself. <laughs> And uh, like the doomsday, uh, I know we can show video here, but the doomsday device—it's—it's it's a really dangerous move on itself. Okay. And I can't imagine it on hard floor. I think people like think it was Hulk Hogan and someone called him, so he wouldn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> but and then he knows he like no sold it, and Bret Hart and and Jim Jim Neidhart, they gave him the their finisher. It was uh, the heart attack. Okay. And yeah, and it was a really hard hitting move too. So yeah, he he's crazy. He likes to take bumps and yeah, yeah. That, well, that and funny enough, I think the a backstory to that and what instigated it was that Vince was intentionally egging on an argument about which finisher was the best finisher between the heart attack and the doomsday device. I think that oh. was the whole source of it was Vince egging things on because you know Vince loves conflict. Yeah. I'm trying to picture, yeah, a stronger billionaire, and there's really not, right? Like, there's really, he's like Elon Musk, might be like the closest fucking rival. Oh my god, god. this would whoop Elon's ass. But like, yeah, yeah. who else? Like, Bezos ain't gonna do it. Bill Gates no, oh, would run. Actually, Bezos is really like, I think he's may, maybe getting on the juice lately. He's okay. pretty like yoked, but he's, he's not strong. Strong under it. Yeah. So next one is. He pooped it on his pants on live TV, trying to fart on Jerry Briscoe, who has like a really weak stomach. He wanted to make him poop. So <laughs> he tried to fart so hard, he ended up shitting on himself. And like really, like really hard. The way, like you could see like this kid mark. So the camera crew was instructed to not film his butt. So it won't show the shit on his head. <laughs> Do you know what year that was? No, I don't remember. It's pretty old. I think it was the 90s, maybe. Okay, yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. So, uh, Vince McMahon and his beard, 
yeah it, this one's like really it's it show like how eccentric this guy is because he you can never find like a picture of him with beard and uh people who are close to him say that he ha he has like a really good like he, he has really good beard uh genetics like he has a full beard and he is constantly like grinding his face with uh with a shaver like i oh, and weird. like and like shaving like uh constantly so he doesn't let his beard grow and someone somebody asked him like why you don't like let your beard grow it it, it, it will probably look great and his answer was i can't let it win <laughs> <laughs> why i can you get i feel like you can get like laser hair removal at that point if you're a fucking billionaire that's it, letting it win it, i guess that is letting it win yeah. huh he's got to keep the fight <laughs> that's fucking fighting. funny dude <laughs> Yeah, so next one, it's I think it's pretty talked about, but uh, Vince McMahon's words, like prohibited words list. Uh, so he has like, back in the day, he had like words that he didn't like. Okay. Uh, some like, it was maybe a handful of words, but now he has like a full blown like list <laughs> that he hand, like people reportedly get handed on like, uh like the backstage uh it includes like wrestler uh what does he like instead of wrestler superstar superstar okay. superstar yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> sports entertainer maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah jericho was trying to uh to copyright sports entertainer yeah i don't think okay. he succeeded no. yeah, yeah it's it a would tough be one. a big middle finger so yeah he has like and it's not like even like words that make sense that he doesn't like it's just like weird words that <laughs> people better not say around him yeah the big uh, one is hospital so yeah. they never say hospital on wwe television they always say local yeah. medical facility dude yeah. the, this list of shit is making him so much more bizarre or like he is yeah. on, uh, what? <laughs> it's this, an, another big one is don't call it a belt it's a championship it's a yeah. title okay yeah belt and yeah i think yeah, I, I can't remember a lot from the top of my head, but... I thought they were going to be, like, swear uh, words, but they're just normal words, right? Yeah. See, it yeah. sounds like he swears still, then. He's just not... It uh, doesn't say wrestler hospital. That's... <laughs> <laughs> so that's going to change, then. If he's gone, huh? They might start saying yeah, maybe. hospital. Yeah, maybe. Whoa, okay. That might be significant, then. <laughs> yeah. So, next one is... Trying to outlift uh, Mark Henry, who was uh, the winner of the World's Strongest Man, I think 2000-something. And he actually succeeded uh, on outlifting him, but what? it was... Uh, he cocked uh, Mark Henry at the end of a workout, and it was he was already getting tired. So he he went there and he started, like, of course he can't lift as much as him so they went like the equivalent of like that's my max and that's your max let's okay. do it for haps and mark henry actually quit before he quit Holy so he shit. ended up winning so even though like gig? mark henry was, was tired <laughs> and stuff but mark henry was and, a wrestler oh okay yeah. so after that uh, he called Mark Henry the next day and just said, like, I made a huge mistake. <laughs> like, 
his body just like must like gave out or something like that yeah. because it was super <laughs> intensive and like Mark Henry is a really like legit like strongman. He he won the Arnold strongman and An he Olympian. went into the Olympics. Yeah, is he like one of the guys that doesn't he look could... real. Like he's so jacked. Like it's like uh no, he's like square and strong. Square, okay. Yeah, he, he's really big. Damn. And he he could dunk a basketball. I think at three hundred something pounds of weight. Holy shit! And he's not that tall. He he's tall, but he's not. That's like probably a my giant. height. Just them legs yeah. are that strong to launch his ass up there. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's just... He's really explosive. <laughs> so yeah, Vince outlifted him. Uh, wow. So one time, Vince went running to the ring, and just like his legs seemingly like gave out, <laughs> and after that he couldn't stay. He couldn't stand still. So after that, they find out like he tore both of his quads oh. at the same time, oh. and the quads is like the muscle that. You, makes your leg stay straight. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know how he he, he ended like, up tearing both at the same time. It's called one in a million he, movement to do yeah, that. Like, it's, oh. it's, it's, it's it's common to tear one, but both it's just like uh, outside of of a gym. Of course, you can do this like squatting, but he was just running and then just both of his legs went off. Jesus. So yeah, that's, that's weird. Something weird that happened to him. Yeah. Well, in the craziest part about it too is it happened this year's royal rumble was really really strange and batista and john cena both accidentally go over the top rope and hit the ground at the exact same time okay so vince unplanned has to run back out to the ring to restart the match and as he's getting into the ring it's like when that happens and he blows his legs out so he's sitting down announcing like the restarting of the match wow <laughs> it's it's a very yeah. surreal moment and yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's it's rare it's it's really rare so yeah i think th that's the last one but it's just it's it's not actually some it's the weirdest thing that he ever done uh was hiring v vince russo so <laughs> just, a, <laughs> just a joke but yeah i think we went through my list yeah it was everything that was yeah that I, i'm glad you had that that really uh yeah here's this yeah yeah so is he dead? Burn it. He's... Burn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that really was the icing on the cake here, how how strange he is, because that is a wild list of attributes yeah, yeah. for one guy to have. Well, and I got one more, actually, that okay. Abriel Facts reminded me of. Vince McMahon hates sickness. Is that Specifically, yeah. sneezing. S sneezing, yeah. He it's... thinks sneezing is a sign of weakness, a sign that you cannot oh, control yourself so not a germaphobe i mean he thinks it's disgusting okay but i mean he, yeah. he thinks being sick is just being weak and he'll be like there's been stories about him like having a fever and just being like no i'm fine no so, i like, don't no, no i fucking it. do have a fever is that why i want to say hospital partially maybe like he, yeah he, well he thinks the word hospital is unappetizing and has like bad thoughts that people said so they're going to associate like negative yeah. shit with whatever's being on his product right then if oh hospitals get mentioned too much. That's <laughs> Yes. That's an yeah, issue. and like he's he's a really like he's I think something that can classify him uh, like even with the, the recent uh stuff going on, it's I think he's maybe like the Walt Disney of wrestling. Like, okay. And Walt Disney was an asshole too, so yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, pretty yeah. fitting. So yeah, he's he's crazy, he's eccentric and he he's 
completely they're, like insane. They're gonna have Vince McMahon's quads frozen underneath the ring. It's gonna be <laughs> preserved, preserved forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He actually, uh, I saw a video. I, I'm not sure like the weight that was, but it was post uh, quad double quad tier. Uh, I think he squatted like something over like 600 pounds. Oh shit! Like at like <laughs> 70 something years old, and he's is. Oh he's my god, a dude. He's a strong guy, man. And it's a crazy what an ego can like allow you to do. Yeah, apparently that's yeah. <laughs> Well damn, is that it then? That's I a think pretty that's that's everything. That's a pretty solid this is one of our longer episodes. We really this is a, I learned a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Like I, you guys really did a good job. <laughs> oh yeah, I booked a run in, Gabriel, but Bryson got COVID and couldn't do it. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Bryce is still I'm gonna call out him now. Oh yeah, cut a promo on Bryson. Oh, no, shit. no, I can't cut a promo. <laughs> but I'll say something. Bryce Stone, you literally moved houses to not accepted my challenge. You are a coward. <laughs> that COVID is a that's sign of weakness. For, that's right. That's that's race. <laughs> Holy shit! Well, Bryce did. Yeah, I mean the ball the balls in your court now, man. I will. I will make sure he hears that. <laughs> Bryson versus Gabriel. Add it to our pro wrestling card. Hell yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on, dude. This was this was a lot of fun, and like I said, I learned a lot. I'm like overwhelmed with how much uh, how much I took in here, but I feel like I got a pretty good feel of everything. So thank you for for educating me, guys. Yeah, hell yeah, <laughs> Gabriel. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for keeping it secret. Thanks for letting us know we can trust you forever. Officially, yes. <laughs> friend of the show, number one friend of the show, uh, superstar. Uh, yeah, it's over, guys. We're yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I, I actually I want to thank you guys. It was like it was a lot of fun. I. I didn't have a good week last week, and this this right here was it. It was great. Oh, I had yeah, a lot of dude. fun. It, it's great <laughs> to talk to you guys. Hell yeah, man! Yes, this will not be the last. We will, we will be we'll be in touch soon for, for sure, sure to do something yeah, else. Just let me know. Awesome. Absolutely. Alrighty. Peace out, dude. Bye. Later, dude. Peace out. Bye.